of the outdoors, love nature. I'm a vegan, of course. Slowly working towards full freaking vegan. I am getting off the 605 freeway at South Street. And that means I am probably less than five minutes away from home after driving to Austin, Texas for the Vita Vegan Con. I am finally back home. I'm so excited. It was an exhilarating week. It was full of fun, food, learning, excitement. It was exhilarating, inspiring, and lit a fire under my ass. And I can't wait to tell you more about it. But right now I'm exhausted, and right now I'm about to jump in the house and give my husband a gigantic hug, give my fur babies lots of loves and get licked all over my face, and I will record a full segment about what I got out of it, as well as share an interview with Jackie and Sayward and lots of other stuff. Thank you for tuning in to episode six of Vegan Road Ramps. Enjoy. Vegan Road Ramps. Spring is almost over and it is almost summertime. And I cannot believe how fast this year is going by. I have done a lot of stuff already this year and there is still so much to be done the rest of this year and it's just like more and more and more events keep on happening and that's very exciting. Uh, a couple weeks ago I did um, the Worldwide Vegan Bake Sale which I do every year and I have done every year since its inception. Um, this year was exciting because it was my first year back in Long Beach so we did it out in front of Ahimsa Vegan Cafe in um, the East Village Arts District in Long Beach. They were kind enough to allow me to set up out front. Um, I wasn't sure I was going to be able to do it this year because I've been really busy and I didn't have a space to do it in. So literally a week before I did the bake sale, I was like, hey, Ahimsa, what's up? Can I do this? And they were like, yeah, you could do it. So I was super excited about that. And myself and my good friend, Carrie, um, you may know her as Four-Eyed Girly on the internet. Um, not vegan, but definitely supportive of, of a lot of vegan causes and definitely an open-minded gal who loves to experiment in the kitchen with baking. So she came over to my house and we had like an all-day bake-a-thon the Friday before the bake sale. And then my sister also donated some baked goods that she made. She made some lemon lavender cookies. And uh, we made about 450 bucks for the Downtown Dog Rescue. Downtown Dog Rescue is an awesome organization. It's completely volunteer run and it aims to serve underserved communities in LA County, Watts, Compton, North Long Beach, Downtown LA, um, different parts of LA County that just are not served as well as they should be. Um, and one of their main things that they do is called a shelter intervention program. And through the shelter intervention program, Downtown Dog res Rescue interrupts the process of of donating a dog to or sacrificing a dog and 
at the shelter um, because so many people um, can't afford to keep their animals because of maybe they they're sick and they need veterinary care or things most of the time it's because their animals are sick and they need veterinary care and they can't afford it so they think unfortunately that if they take it to the pound the pound's going to give it the veterinary care it needs and then they're going to adopt it out to another home well unfortunately that's not usually how it works if you take your dog to a shelter because you can't afford to get it taken care of veterinarily um, usually that dog's going to end up being euthanized and that's the unfortunate and sad truth we have overcrowded shelters and not enough people adopting people still breeding and buying from breeders so basically the moral of the story here is to please adopt but also that places like downtown dog rescue doing an intervention program they actually go to the shelters and they um intervene when people are trying to drop off their dogs and they pay for the veterinary care and are able to keep people with their dogs um, it's just an amazing program as well as they do adoption and rescue and low and no cost spay and neutering clinics throughout the county in underserved communities and it's really just a really great organization and I wish I could have raised a million dollars for them but 450 bucks in a couple of hours um, ain't too shabby shout out to the worldwide vegan bake sale because it's awesome and I love participating in it and even though I hate baking I love doing the worldwide vegan bake sale speaking of baking you've probably heard of aquafaba I don't know how else to explain it other than aquafaba. Aquafaba is the water from a can of chickpeas or other kind of beans, but generally chickpeas seems to be the ones that are working better. And what do I mean the water from a can of chickpeas? Yes, the water from a can of chickpeas. So you're making a dish of chickpeas and you open the can and you drain out all the water and you use the chickpeas. Well, now it's like you drain out all the water and throw away the chickpeas. Just kidding, you actually use the chickpeas for whatever you want. But the water itself that's in that can has proven to work just about exactly the same as egg whites in all sorts of applications. I mean, you literally just put that water in your mixer and you turn your mixer on with a whisk attachment and watch it turn into a white frothy peaks stiff peaks so I did play with aquafaba for my first time ever I made a batch of meringue cookies and I also made a batch of macarons now once again I hate baking so most people are probably wondering why in the world would you make macarons of all things if you hate baking well because it's new and exciting and fun and I'll try anything once it took me freaking eight and a half to nine hours to make a complete batch of macarons, but they did come out and they did have feet 
and I made a peanut butter macaron with a chocolate ganache filling. I aptly named them peanut butter cup macarons and I sold them at the bake sale. Carrie helped me make them as well and we sold them at the bake sale and we got rave reviews from our Omni friends that said no way are these vegan. I mean they have the texture, the crunch, the softness in the center with the little delicate crispy outside. I mean they're just the same as any macaron. So they're you know, for a hundred years, we've been talking about, you can make anything vegan except for meringue. Because, you know, angel food cake and meringue and anything that requires stiff peaks beaten with egg whites, you can't do that. That's the only thing we can't do as vegans. But guess what? Now we can. There is no reason not to go vegan when you can use aqua faba. So aquafaba um, was the term coined by Goose Woltz, um, the guy who broke the internet when he posted his first picture of three ingredient meringues on Facebook. And now there is a open group, so feel free to join it if you're interested in the aquafaba madness. The Facebook group is called Vegan Meringue Hits and Misses. That's Vegan Meringue Hits and Misses, and you should go ahead and join that group and see all the amazing recipes that people are sharing with the amazing aquafaba and it's probably the coolest uh, like share I've ever seen in the vegan community like this guy goose figured it out and he could have kept it a secret and he could have made a million dollars off this amazing meringue substance I mean people are making meringues people are making marshmallows people are making ice cream people are making so many different things with this royal icing all the things that egg whites were needed to do in the past personally I've only made the meringues and the uh, macarons but then I also use the now I use the egg white type consistency of the uh, chickpeas in other savory applications of you know to add moisture or binding or lift or any of those things to um, other things that I'm cooking uh, fritters veggie burgers things like that now this is like such an amazing substance and it's normally something we would have been throwing down the drain so it's very exciting to see not only a cool new method that is out there but also the fact that Goose shared this with everybody and now everybody is sharing their experiences with it. Nobody's saying I invented that, I invented that, this is my recipe, this is what I'm doing. We're all just sharing our hits and misses with the group. So I totally, totally, totally recommend going to this Facebook group, going to Vegan Meringue Hits and Misses, joining the group and getting in on the fun of playing with Aquafaba! Breaking news. It's just about summertime in Southern California, and that means another hot, dry summer. Um, unless you live under a rock, you probably already know that we are suffering a drought here in Southern California. 
and I will have to tell you I am getting just a little sick and tired of people trying to blame the almond for the drought. No, 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 no. The almonds are not causing the drought. If you add up all the water used to grow almonds and all the water used to grow every other fruit and vegetable in the entire state of California, and you compare that to the amount of water needed to grow all of the alfalfa and all of the other feed, as well as to raise all the animals needed in the meat and dairy industry in the state of California. And you will see that the amount of water wasted per pound of food grown in the meat and dairy industry is grossly wasteful compared to the amount of water needed to grow food for human consumption like fruits, vegetables, nuts, beans, seeds, and all of those uses combined do not equal the amount of water used in the meat and dairy industry. Yet, we grow like the majority of the nation's food as far as fruits and vegetables and produce, fresh produce and nuts go. We grow less than 5% of the nation's dairy and beef because you do not need fertile soil and you do not need good weather to grow beef or eggs or chickens or pigs. You can do that anywhere and that's why big states with crappy farmland have lots of cattle farms and they eat, they grow a lot of meat <laughs> anyways we also grow a lot of alfalfa to be exported to other states for animal feed so if you take into consideration the amount of water we use to grow animal feed to export animal feed, to grow the animals, to deal with the pollution of animal waste, which takes a lot more water, it is the most economically silly decision any business should make, except for that our government subsidizes the beef and dairy industry and also the corn industry. You know the majority of corn grown is not for human consumption. We don't eat it. The majority of corn grown either goes to corn syrup, either goes to biofuel, or goes the majority of it goes to animal and livestock feed. So let's look at, I know there's a graph, so you can make graphs say anything you want. You can make statistics show anything you want. And the statistic going around right now is that almonds have used the most water to grow per pound. Sure, maybe one almond takes a gallon of water to grow. But if you look at all the sources necessary to raise a, a cow big enough to feed you, to slaughter it, to raise it to the slaughter side, look at everything that goes into raising that, I think it's something like a 5 to 1 ratio of how much water it takes to grow one pound of beef versus one pound of almonds. I'll put the uh, exact numbers and some links to some great websites uh, regarding this in the show notes. But just remember the website truthordrought.com. 
truthordrought.com, truthordrought.com. They have all kinds of infographics. They have all kinds of information with where the water um, actually goes and how much of it is wasted on the meat and dairy industry. So the next time one of your friends comes up to you and says, hey, Mr. Vegan, you're responsible for the drought in California because you are eating avocados and drinking almond milk. That's such a waste of water. As they're throwing back a milkshake to wash down their double cheeseburger, explain to them how much more wasteful the meat and dairy industry is than a vegan diet. Because in addition to saving a lot of water, there are a host of other environmental issues that meat and dairy has in its closet full of skeletons, both literally and figuratively, um, that veganism just doesn't have to worry about. Eating vegan is the best way to be an environmentalist. Eating vegan is the best way to be an animal rights activist. And no matter how many times you try to word it differently, you cannot be an animal lover and also eat animals. No matter how you try to word it differently, you cannot be an environmentalist and not be vegan. They just don't line up with each other. They just don't make sense in the same sentence. You cannot be an environmentalist and eat meat. Doesn't make sense. You cannot be an animal rights activist and still drink milk or eat eggs or eat cheese. It doesn't make sense. I know we're all on our own journey and I know we all have to get there, but it just doesn't make sense. Look at your words and what they mean. And if you're not doing everything you can to stop using animals and to stop exploiting animals for your own personal gain and your own personal use, your own personal pleasure, then you are not an animal rights activist and you are not an environmentalist. Sorry, going off on a tangent there. We were talking about the drought and I went off. Sorry. So, like I was saying, the next time your buddy is throwing back a milkshake, washing down their double cheeseburger, complaining to you about the drought and about how you need to take shorter showers and how you need to stop watering your lawn and you need to not eat almonds because they use too much water, please explain to them how much more water is wasted for every bit of meat, dairy, and eggs that the animal agriculture industry wastes. Vegan Road Rant! It is 12.30 p.m. on Sunday, the day after the LA Vegan Beer Fest. Where I would like to be is in my house, on the couch, in pajamas, rolled up into a tiny little ball as I flip the channels, not really watching, but staring at the television box as I ever so often creep out into the kitchen and grab myself something to drink or something to eat, bring it back with me to the couch and continue this cycle until the ringing stops, until the spinning stops. But lo and behold, instead of 
endorsing this post vegan beer fest menagerie. I am instead in the car driving to work. Great, great time. It was at the Rose Bowl in Pasadena. About 6,000 people there. There was about 40 different beer vendors and about, um, let's see, probably about just as many food vendors. Uh, my favorite beer of the day was the Golden Road Brewery Almond Milk Stout. It's actually pretty much the only beer I actually like. I don't really care for beer so much, but I do love me some almond milk stout. So I was alternating between the almond milk stout and the Jamaican ginger beer all day long. Uh, probably part of the problem of why I feel the way I feel today. But uh, regardless, I had some fun stuff. I had a waffle made out of macaroni and cheese from Clara Cakes. I bought a entire jar of beer caramel from Life is Sweet Bake Shop. I got a humongous sausage hoagie from Broke Hungry Vegan. She also made some bomb jalapeno poppers with some kind of a ranch sauce on top. Those were pretty freaking amazing as well. The one thing I'm very disappointed in myself for not finding and getting into my tum-tum was some crazy concoction I saw. It was like a fried chicken, bacon, cheese, tomato, lettuce, ranch, chipotle sandwich on a donut for a bun. That just looked amazing. And I'm really bummed because that food vendor came all the way from Vegas, so it's not like you can just pop over to LA and get it on some other day. So I'm really mad at myself for not getting that. Next time I go to Vegas, I'll have to get that. Anyways. Anyways. It was really awesome. I had a really good time. Dan and I got a little mischievous towards the end there and went exploring and snuck back into the locker room area of the Rose Bowl and took some selfies in the locker room and the showers. So that was good time, good fun. Um, yeah, I got a little loosey-goosey there at the end, but we had fun regardless. Um, it was good to see so many familiar faces and meet so many new people and have such a great time. I really love this event. It's a fun event. It's not like a preachy event. It's just vegan beer, vegan food, music, bunch of people, and a good time. No, like, it's not, there's, it's just a chance to, you know, have a good time and not worry about, like, all the things that we have to worry about all the time, like, being out there and proselytizing and leafletting and, and, and spreading the vegan message. There's no really a need to spread the vegan message at a vegan beer fest because the message is all around you. It's really cool every once in a while just to surround yourself with people that are already thinking the way you're thinking and don't give you a hard time or you don't have to worry about what you're ordering because everything is vegan. It was just such a great day. Sorry if I sound cranky. I got a headache. It's, you know, things are still spinning a little bit, but, uh, I really wish I was at home nursing this hangover. Instead, I'm on my way to work, so I'll talk to you guys later. Bye! So I needed to pick up um, some vegan cream cheese because I was going to make some dips for a little girl party I was having. 
So I go to the dairy aisle of my little tiny Whole Foods in Laguna Beach. And I stand there. I'm looking at all the vegan stuff. I was like, wait a minute. Let me look at what we have right here. There is tree line cheese, field roast chow, follow your heart cheese, daya cheese, Heidi Ho cheese, there is Kite Hill cheese, there is so many vegan cheeses that it is insane and I work at a tiny store with only a few options but I was just like oh man I haven't even tried them all yet there's so many different ones that I haven't tried them all yet and I've always been like "Ooh, a new cheese I'm gonna try it out there are so many new cheeses it's pretty freaking amazing cheeses aside I move over I'm gonna grab a pack of hot dogs because Dan loves to have hot dogs so but he only likes the Yves brand and I go over all right let me see if there's the Eve's hot dog sorry I say Yves that's kind of a little thing between me and him anyhow I go look at the Eve's hot dogs I get them and but then I notice oh my gosh there's like 17 different kind of sausages there's tofurkey sausages, field roast sausages. There's um, light life hot dogs. There's uh, smart pups. There's so many different kinds of sausages, artisan sausages. Oh, you want a beer brat? We got beer brats. Oh, you want a apple sage sausage? We've got those too. From breakfast links to full on kielbasas, all kinds of sausages. All right. That was pretty awesome, too. Oh, I'm sorry. Did you want a bologna sandwich for lunch? Oh, yeah. There's uh, two different flavors on this shelf of vegan bologna. (laughs) Or if you like a quote-unquote turkey sandwich. There's, like, smoked or peppered. Uh, There's roast beef-style slices. There's vegan tuna in a can. Vegan tuna in a can made by Sophie's. I, I was just like, you got to be kidding me. There is everything vegan. There is really no reason to exploit animals anymore. Oh, let's keep moving down the aisle. Oh, now we're in front of the non-dairy yogurts and the non-dairy milks. Coconut, rice, almond, hemp. Oh, what else am I missing? Oh, macadamia nut. What? Cashew, oh, oat, so many different kinds of milks, pretty freaking amazing. And remember, I work at a very small Whole Foods, so there are bigger Whole Foods and all vegan groceries that probably have a huge selection that outnumbers what we're carrying like 10 to 1. So we only have a small selection, yet it is so abundant. I'm continuing to move down the aisle and now I'm in the freezer section. What? Between Guardian, Beyond Meat, and, you know, all the other, you know, Amy's and even Whole Foods has its own 365 brand. You've got burgers, fishless fillets, meatless crumbles, meatballs, hot pockets, frozen pizzas. The new day of frozen pizzas are no joke. You've got frozen entrees like mac and cheese if you are gluten-free you can get the gluten-free vegan mac and cheese 
there are um, little sliders, both by Beyond Meat, the little beef slider, and Gardein has both chicken and burger sliders. You've got frozen burgers coming out your eyeballs. Field Roast makes a pretty amazing burger. So does Sweet Earth. They make a pretty amazing burger. Um, plus, you've got your standard frozen varieties in like 75 different flavors. It's just there's so many options. Long gone are the days in which you had to have a cardboard tasting veggie burger out of a box in the freezer section. Now there's like so many different flavors. There's gourmet fat half pound hand formed patties by Field Roast that are just full of juicy goodness. Just so much to eat. It's crazy. We didn't even get to dessert yet. Oh, I'm sorry. Dea broke the cheesecake code. You know that 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 weird little savory tartness that hides behind the sweet richness of a dessert? Yeah, Dan nailed that in their cheesecake, and it, and it comes in three or four different flavors. There's Key Lime, New York, uh, I think there's a berry one. My goodness. And the ice creams, cashew milk ice cream, almond milk ice cream, rice ice cream, soy ice cream, coconut ice cream. Just so many different options. You can fill an entire store with just vegan things now. And some stores have. Thank you, Food Fight Grocery, Vegan Essentials, uh, Viva La Vegan Grocery, and Nooch just to name a few. I think Rabbit Food. I think there's a couple of other ones. I'm sorry if I forgot you. But you guys are amazing too. You're filling entire stores with just vegan products. And of course, I'm only talking about the processed foods. Let's just talk about the fact that uh, most vegetables and fruits don't even get listed as vegan options because of course we already know that. Um, but between the all processed, icky, convenient food things, even though they're delicious, they can sometimes be a little high in sodium and a little over-processed. We all know this. But they're delicious nonetheless and very convenient. Between that and all of the fresh produce available and nuts and seeds and rice and beans and all of these other options... There are no reasons whatsoever to exploit animals for food any longer. Absolutely not. And we're, we're here in California, I am anyways, where we're having a, a severe drought. And if we would just focus on growing food for humans instead of food for livestock purposes, especially in California where we don't even grow enough livestock to sustainably feed anyone not that any kind of animal agriculture is sustainable for anyone but with our lack of water here and the fact that we grow pretty much all of the country's food here in California it's very important that we focus on plant agriculture and not animal agriculture to get the most out of our water situation so that being said there is absolutely no reason to exploit animals if you want bacon we've got coconut bacon we've got seitan bacon we've got carrot bacon we've got bacon made out of a hundred different things you want egg white fluffy egg whites uh whip up some aquafaba you want a delicious cheesecake either make it yourself out of nuts and tofu and whatever or just go pick one up in the frozen aisle made by daya they're the best thing ever you know, whether you are a junk food vegan or a healthy vegan, 
there are options out there for everyone. There is no reason to use animals at all. So it's really important to spread this news to your friends and family. Offer to cook them dinner. Let them know it's never been an easier or better time to be vegan, to make that compassionate lifestyle choice, to make sure that your food choices align with your moral choices, to make a difference in the lives of animals. It's such a great time to do it. It's so easy to do it. We have choices. We have options. We have abundance. Go vegan. Get somebody to go vegan. Remember, my ultimate goal this year was to double our numbers. And if each one of us just gets one more person to go vegan this year, we will have succeeded in this goal. And it's never been easier with products like Califia Farms or Califia, I'm not sure how they say it, uh, almond milk creamers that are out of this world with products like Beyond Meat Chicken Tenders, if you have a craving for chicken tenders with ranch. Um, Speaking of ranch, there is Vegan Ranch, made by Follow Your Heart. Oh, they make vegan blue cheese dressing, too, and that is no joke. So, if you're uh, on the cauliflower, buffalo cauliflower kick, and you need a good dipping sauce for it, try a little of the Follow Your Heart blue cheese dressing. Anyways, I'm go- I can I can talk about all these great, wonderful products forever. But just go to the store, check it out. Even your traditional grocery stores have sections of of their freezer sections dedicated to uh, vegetarian and vegan foods now. Target carries a huge line of Gardein and some of the other products as well. So just just tell your friends, man, try this. It tastes exactly like a burger. Or try this. It has its own flavor profile and is absolutely delicious and you might like it better than than its cruelty-filled, artery-clogging, pus-filled, blood-filled, nasty, murderous meal you were going to eat. Anyways, don't tell them that. That's going to turn them off. Just tell them, try this. It's way more compassionate. Hey, check out this new product. I'm super excited about it. It tastes exactly how it should. Or, hey, try out this new product. It's really good. You don't have to tell people it tastes exactly like the quote-unquote real thing. Because maybe it doesn't. And maybe that's not the point. Maybe it's just supposed to taste delicious. But man, there's so many cool things out there. So just tell somebody. Spread the love. Eat it if you want to. Don't eat it if you want to. The point is is that everything that's available for non-vegans in this convenience food type of world is also available for vegans. And that's pretty freaking exciting. Go vegan! Vegan Road Rant! Oh my goodness. I just clocked out of work and I do not have to return to work for 13 days. That means I'm getting ready to embark on my journey to Vita Vegan Con in... Austin, Texas. I will leave in just a few short days and I still have lots to do at home to get ready for my journey, but I'm very excited. I will be road tripping it down there with Miss Jackie from Vegan Yak Attack and Sayward from Bonsai Aphrodite. So we should have a pretty exciting road trip down south. Super excited. There are some great classes that I want to take, but there are also some great tacos that I want to eat. 
down in Texas, they take their tacos very seriously. So I plan on uh, eating lots of them. And um, I'm very excited about this, this road trip. I'm gonna drive it in two days. It's about a 20 hour drive from LA to uh, Austin. So uh, we'll probably stop overnight somewhere between here and there and then finish up our trip the following day. Kind of playing it by ear, stopping when we feel like stopping, driving as far as we can. And it should be a good time. We're gonna pack a nice cooler full of yummy vegan treats um, and not to stress out if there's no vegan restaurants to stop because we'll have sandwiches and snacks and drinks and fruit and bars and nuts and all that good stuff right in the car with us just in case. But I know we'll be driving through Arizona and New Mexico and down into Mexico there, and down into uh, Texas. There's bound to be a few vegan stops along the way. Vegan road rant! Kind of hold it or something. Is it still recording? Yeah. Very much recording. See if you hold that, you're never going to hear say word. Well, that's why I'm trying. I'll hold it right here. I can lean forward too. Alright. Alright, we are back on the road. Yes, we are. Headed to Vita VeganCon. Tejas. Tejas! Yesterday was our epic drive through California, Arizona, New Mexico, and into the border the, of Texas. Right. We spent the night last night in, in beautiful El Paso. We don't even know if it was beautiful because it was dark. It's not beautiful. It's ugly. I, I thought it was interesting. I enjoyed the uh, neon lights. And right next to the border. Right next to the border, kind of crazy. You can drive next across to, the freeway. I could have probably thrown something through the window of someone in Mexico, which was crazy. Yeah, it was really it was close. So close, right there. And it's Juarez, so that's a really good city, right? That's like <laughs> the Aspen of Mexico. I no, it's not. No, no, it's not. Yeah, I think not. It actually looked really sad. No, it did look side. pretty terrible. Um, anyways, we did make it through that. We stopped in Phoenix for dinner. Yeah. At Green. What's the yeah, green. New well, American vegetarian. Yes, pretty much. Or people, most most people in Phoenix just call it green, for short. And we went to Nami right afterwards. Both adorable. Really cute, and the people really working cute. there very nice. Very nice. You yeah. probably recognize the really loud voice talking. That's Jackie, and she's like hey. a half of my podcast. Yay. So, so you probably recognize her voice. But there's another voice. Hello. That's who are you? My name is Sayward Rebel from BonsaiAphrodite.com. Yeah. I'm sorry, dot what? Dot <laughs> com. Hilarious. She's traveling with us today. That's me. And yeah. yesterday. And yes, obviously. <laughs> yesterday. They picked me up on the side of the road. Yes. So we're on our way to Vita VeganCon. Yay. And we're super excited. And we're like social media geeks because we're learning about all this new fun stuff. Right. We've been um, Snapchatting, Periscoping, Instagramming, tweeting, and Facebooking. Pretty much everything yes. that you could possibly do yeah, on the true. internet. <laughs> everything you can do on the internet, we can do vegan. Yes, <laughs> actually. Sorry, I just got that shirt, and it's so cute. It is a very so cute shirt. I always shirt. say that, that now. That's all. Jackie's actually Instagramming while we record right now. I'm just double uh, fisting phones. <laughs> I really am double fisting phones right now. <laughs> that is and they're crossed, which is so silly now that I'm actually thinking about it. Right. So let me write my arms. There we go. That's better. No left-handed typing. Yeah, I'm like, this is really <laughs> terrible. Uh, okay. Um, what are you most excited about getting in Austin, doing in Austin? Eating? Eating. I really like eating. 
And seeing everyone at the conference. Seeing everyone. It's going to be a lot of fun. Yeah. It's I'm always e- fun. I'm excited about, like, our epic five-day slumber party we're about to embark upon. Yes. <laughs> it's going to be awesome. Five vegans packed It's even trailer. more like six, almost. <laughs> that sounds like the beginning of a really scary joke. Yeah, or like or a, a really weird... I was going to say a soft porn. <laughs> so, yeah, Sarah and I are on the same page. Oh, jeez. <laughs> Hilarious. So right now there's fluffy clouds all around and open spaces and bushes. But we hear there's a lot of shiznit going on in Austin right now. Right, lots of flooding. Yeah, we woke up in El Paso and it was dry and hot. And yes. as we've moved closer to Austin, you can feel the weather changing, which is kind of cool. Right. It's all... I mean, it's hot, it's but hot. it was cool to, <laughs> to witness like and feel. <laughs> yeah, it's definitely more humid. So stormy. During the weekend, um, Sayward, you're doing a presentation on facing failing health as a vegan and how our community should respond to people who aren't doing so well on their vegan diet. I like that. Yeah, it's important. It's, it's very, very important. important. Yeah. Oh, we keep all the coke. We seriously keep doing that. I don't know if you noticed, but Joni and I are pretty much the same person. Uh, we have spent way too much time together in the last 24 hours. <laughs> or 20 last. 24 hours together. Essentially, yeah. <laughs> 20, yeah. Other than when we were sleeping. Uh, we were in the same room, though. Yeah, that's true. And I wasn't really sleeping. <laughs> I was just watching you, so... <laughs> Lovely. <laughs> yeah. It always feels like somebody's watching me. Yeah. Yeah, that was last night. Yeah, that's good stuff. <laughs> and then, Jackie, you're doing a presentation? I am doing a presentation on social media essentials. And blogger Blog- etiquette, yes. right. And Which is etiquette. also very important. Right, and it's more integrated. They're not really two separate issues. It's definitely integrated, and it helps with everything. So I'm going to make an emphasis on not trying to type with your left hand if you're not left-handed, right. because that shit does not work. <laughs> not that well. Unless you're really ambidextrous, then you're not really left-handed. Ambidextrous? Ambidextrous. That's Ambidextrous. more what I meant. Yes. So anyway... English language. I don't know about that. So, one fun fact about the I-10 is that the speed limit is 80. It's 80 here. That's good. So, it's we probably the in. fastest I've ever driven while recording a podcast. Even though we're going under the speed we're limit. Going now we're going the speed limit, currently. Setting the cruise. Yeah. And another fun fact is that you're not allowed to drive in the left lane unless you're passing. Which is that's how nice. every two-lane highway should, should be. be. Yeah. Well, how come people don't know that? It, but that's not the law everywhere. It's I know the it's law not, here. but that's just etiquette. It's like common fucking sense. Fair enough. Not but, so common. No, right. And anybody, you can tell when people from L.A. start driving to Vegas because they literally have no idea about this rule. It's really weird and dumb. Well, I think it's just not a California thing. People no, in that's California what I'm saying. don't do it, not even on the 5. Like yeah. going north, like it's right. Not no, a thing. they they don't, and they should. You can really tell the difference between out. people from out of state. There's a lot of lane changing, but it works out. Keeps you awake. I guess so. Keeps you on top of things. Um, I'm also doing a presentation. What are you yes. presenting on, Joni? I am uh, doing a presentation on. It's called "So You Want to Write a Cookbook." Woo! I'm um, just talking about all the ins and outs of developing and writing a cookbook. And I have a special guest star in my uh, presentation, which is an actual publisher. Amanda Waddell from Fairwinds Publishing is going to participate in the uh, question. It's like a Saturn. Answers and questions portion of the. I didn't know that. Yeah, that's very cool. We're going to actually have some uh, 
real answers from a real publisher from people who have questions. Yeah, that guy totally rolled it. Well, do you, is that what happened? Smashed. It looked like somebody, he just parked it there and somebody smashed it in. He or probably rolled it. rolled it. Left That's it there. Yeah. Drove away to the... Drove local, it? Driven away to the local hospital or the morgue. And they left his What was there. that sign? Over a thousand deaths on Texas highways. Oh, right. This, this year. year. Yeah. And we're not this we saw that last night. Oh yeah. It's said 10,081. 10,081? Sorry. 1,081. Oh, jeez. Sorry. Because last night I think it said 1081, so that's why I got confused. Yes. Yeah, we were driving late last night. Yes. And really? we're time travelers. Because we're, we are time travelers. We thought we were arriving in El Paso at 1 o'clock, but it was 3 o'clock because this weird thing happens when you cross borders. Yeah. Time change. Ta- yeah. It was like time zones. Time zones. Even. Yes. Time zones. Yeah. So we're just so we lost ahead. two hours. Yeah. That's cool. But that's okay. Right. And Joni made so many good snacks. So <laughs> many good snacks. We've been eating so well. You cannot really. have a road trip without snacks. You right. did it right, girl. Yeah, it was good. Well, plus we kind of had a feeling there wasn't going to be much to eat in Texas until we got to Austin. Right. Yeah. You were At least right. during through this stretch of the 10. There's not a lot. Yeah, we did some internet searching. It, you have to kind of go off the 10 for quite a bit to get to anything that's remotely close to vegan friendly. Good Which thing we've got our packed goods. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, it's totally okay. Dum dums and candy bars. Right, we're good to go. And half the reason and for that is cream cheese. And right, sandwiches. Right, and like half the reason for that, anyways, is because there's just nothing out here. There's also apples, celery, and hummus in that bag, but nobody's touched that yet. <laughs> and sandwiches. That's what we. That's what we. That's what we break down, and we ran out of food. That's what oh, happens: oh, is hummus and celery yeah. and carrots <laughs> or whatever. Celery sticks. Celery is kind of good though, but that oh, would and so many chips. Oh, we have a there's lot of like chips. There's like 17 bags of chips. Yeah, there's a lot. There's a lot of chippy dues. Yeah. Only so, two avocados. <laughs> yes. yes. So that is like what's going on right now. We'll have way more exciting stuff to talk about as the week progresses. Yes. More people to join us in the vehicle. That yes, is for sure. Yes. And it might get a little noisy. We might play a little music. Probably. Most likely. All right. Talk to you soon. Bye. 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 I don't get it. So, so I podcast. have a podcast and it's called Vegan Road Rant. I'll try not to talk and about I, poop. And I, no, we can, can totally talk about, talk about poop. And I only record the podcast when I'm driving. And so I get really excited when there's other people in the car with me because that means I get to have group conversations. And especially because we're vegans and awesome. Yeah. <laughs> and we're here for a vegan event. It's true. So all of it is relevant. I'm true. gonna go left or right. Right. Oh good. Because I'm. Oh yeah. good. Oh good. Ooh, and you get to see what Austin rush hour traffic is like. Oh, oh boy. Oh my god. We're getting kind of some of it. Yeah. Are we recording now? You, yes. Oh. It's okay. I don't leave any of this crap stuff in. I edit it out. Pretty well, this well. is all gold. I don't know what you're talking about. It's totally gold. This Poop. Diva cup. Okay. Diva cups are pretty awesome. So let's go through who's in the car right now. We are in a car full of wonderful, wonderful ladies. Lady bloggers. Oh, lady blogger road trip. Uh, I'm here. I'm Joni. I'm Caroline. What do I'm you do, Cole. Caroline? <laughs> Sorry. Yeah, what is Caroline? I'm retired and I write for Vegan Saurus. Woo! Yeah. <laughs> Who else is in the car? I'm Nicole. Nicole, what do you do? I write the blog Vegan Nom Noms. And where do you live, yeah. Nicole? I live in Berlin, Germany. Woo-hoo. Woo-hoo. So incredible. So fun. 
Sayward. Me? Oh, I'm Sayward. <laughs> and I write uh, Bonsai Aphrodite. That's where you do. Also, you're turning right in 0.7 miles on Guadalupe. 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 She's trying to talk like the. Oh, they call it Guadalupe here. What? No. Do they really? That is fucked up. It's like Houston in, in New York City. No. And Cooch in Portland. And Cooch. Cooch in Portland drives me bananas. Yeah, right there. Yeah, That's Portland. so obviously couch. No, but it's Cooch. But, but it literally is Cooch there. Yeah. I know. It's so weird. It drives oh, okay. me bananas. Uh, okay, and then who's sitting in the middle backseat? No, say what are you saying? I know, but you oh, messed her up, so sorry. we're going to say it again. Who's sitting in the middle back there? That's Sayward. What does Sayward do? <laughs> I write at bonsaiaphrodite.com. Woohoo! Who's that loud mouth over in the corner? I am Jackie from Vegan Yak Attack. You know Jackie. <laughs> <laughs> thank you for having me on again, Joni. Yes, really thank you for having me, having, being on with me again. Oh, You're like that's what most. she said. That's <laughs> what <laughs> <laughs> Well, that's pretty. Uh, we're oh, here Shanghai for the meetup vegan con. We're actually in Austin. We just went to the totally official, unofficial meet and greet. So you're. And then we went to Wheatsville. Stay right, stay right, right here. Where the, on Waterloo. Exactly. Waterloo. Oh! Oh! <laughs> My goodness. <laughs> so one in one mile, you're gonna turn right on Koenig's Lane. Kay. West Koenig Lane, I'm pretty sure that's how you say that. Awesome, thank K- you. Koenig, they say it Koenig. That's what? dumb, so it's Koenig, I guess. That is not German. That's like, it's spelled C, spell it? it's spelled K-O-E. Yeah, but that's Koenig. like Sarah Koenig. She Koenig. says it like that. Huh? Who? Sarah Koenig of Serial fame. Are you a podcaster? Oh, I really want to listen to that. It's I so guess. good. Oh, Serial. Okay. Yeah. I thought you said Serial fame is one thing. It's ridiculously wonderful. Everyone's really into it. I'm sure I'll do it eventually. You will get really into it. I'm also into the Dear Sugar podcast. Yeah, Dear Sugar is good. And Savage Love. Savage Love is always good. Death Sex Money. Death Sex Money is great. Oh my god, I'm the only person here who does love some podcasts. Well, you need to get on it. Maybe. I don't have the time. Just turn it on while you're cooking and stuff in the kitchen. That's what I do. I listen to it while I'm I put it on while I'm on the, like, travel, like, commuting. Also, Love and Radio is a really good one, but it's super intense. Like, is there people making love on the radio? No, but they cover like really dark parts of society oh. in a really voyeuristic. I mean, it's really interesting, but it's not for like the faint of heart. I like the and Duncan it Trussell makes me Family cry Hour. Oh often. Do you, do you, have you ever listened to that one, the no. Duncan Trussell Family Hour? No, but I've heard of that. Oh, oh I just familiar. love it. Yeah. It makes me, it's made me cry a few times. Yeah. He had one where he had his mom on and his mom was dying of cancer. Oh my God. And uh. it was like six months before she died and he was like interviewing her about cancer and what it's like and blah, blah, blah. And then like, like the week that she died, he did another one, just asking her what it felt like to die. Mm. And anytime, and the way she just talks about, cause she's very like, um, like into meditation and and those kinds oh, of things. Oh, one of but, those. Yeah, one of those. But she was not into um, religion, mm-hmm. really. So for her to explain what it felt like was really interesting for people that don't believe in heaven. Yeah, you know? that sounds. Because it was more like matter of factual. Well, and it was also just very comforting. Like she, it was just. Anytime I ever meet anybody that is dealing with a death in the family or anything, I always say, go listen to this because it's going to just make you feel so much better about things. Wow. That sounds amazing. It's like a once in a lifetime opportunity to have a conversation with someone like that. And it was his mom and he put it out there. Wow. It was just really, really awesome. He's also a stand-up comedian, so sometimes his podcasts are a little goofy. But I highly recommend it. Straighten out on this road, you're going to turn right on a Koenig. 
Koenig. Sounds terrible. Not German. <laughs> really, not German. <laughs> the Germans are turning in their graves. Germans must have come here though, because there's a bunch of things with German oh, names. There's um there's a like whole Fredericksburg Fredericksburg. There's um, Dessau. We drove past Fredericksburg. So Fredericksburg is like a whole Czech community. Okay. Like that settled there. That makes sense with Kalachis. Yeah. Uh, yeah, what's the what's the like history? Why are there Those are Czech. Why are are you talking about why they're here? No, I mean like the the German stuff and the know. Czechs like what would be the purpose of Migrating here? What's the history? Well, not Europe? the purpose. I was like, how did, that, how did it happen? Backing up to look at her. Historical and then you, I just have to look at you like a dummy. Mm-hmm. Well, nothing. Nothing important at all. <laughs> so all Never. five of us ladies are um, staying together. Mm-hmm. Yes. In a trailer. Yeah, trendy trailer. Like Texas the trendy trailer, trailer trash. Trendy trailer one. Yay. Um, we it just, is super rad. We just left the Wheatsville Co-op in Austin. Got a bunch of goodies to bring back to the trailer. And a half mile Mike you're getting on the 290 freeway. We have a trailer companion animal. Yes. yes. Taquito. Taquito. We've named her Taquito. She is a little kitty cat who sits and waits for us on the porch of the trailer and wakes up in the morning and comes and paws on the door. So sweet. She's so sweet. We got her a can of vegan too. Did you really? I Joni did. really oh, did. Oh, that's so Oh, I cute. hope there's a can opener there. Yes, there, there is. Yeah, I think. I have one. No. I wouldn't yeah, know I have anything about it. I have one in my wallet. We'll just punch it until it opens. We got this. I'm pretty sure there's a can opener there. How many vegans does it take to open a can of vegans? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. You're veering to the left right now. Yes. And then east or west? You're going to be going east. I just feel like there's a lot of highway here. Yeah, you drive a lot when you live in Texas. Texas is a big dang state. It really is. Did you know it's the same amount of hours to drive from Miami here as it was for us to drive here? Really? In the middle. Yep. Miami's yeah, way well, down, though, isn't it? Yes, that's why it's longer. If she was in North uh, Florida, it probably would have taken her, like, 17 hours or something. It's eight hours from here to New Orleans, right? I think I did that drive last year. Um, it's a little, it's like six. I drove, okay. I, I stayed there when is I moved. Is this bizarre? That there's nobody around? Yeah. yeah. It's kind of weird. <laughs> Rush hour Did fail. we miss something? Yeah. <laughs> Tornado warning. <laughs> like a back of it. No, for real. Okay, there's somebody else. I was like, there's nobody behind me. <laughs> it's either. like I'll post about to like, there's only like a car full of vegan ladies in here and that's it. <laughs> okay, I feel much better now. That really was making me feel strange. There was not one. Person. Okay, you know, I know where we're at right now. here. Okay, LA cool. people get nervous when there's nobody else on the road. It's yeah. fucking that weird. It's true. It's very <laughs> true. It's straight up weird. So I got some egg rolls with some ranch and sriracha. I seen some other people eating up on some. I had a mini Philly cheesesteak and it was delicious. And that was from uh, Golden Spike Rail Car. Is that what they're called? Yeah. 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 Golden Spike. Spike. Buzz Mill. Buzz Mill coffee. <laughs> <laughs> I ate tacos, which was predictable but delightful. Yeah, I also ate tacos. They were good. <laughs> I like that. Tomorrow, the actual conference starts. Yeah, bizarre. 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 But that is day one of the conference. I have to remember how to wake up. Day one of the conference. Yes. Is it the main conference? 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 Yes. Is it the main conference?
Right. And family, right? I'm announcing I'm right pregnant. here, right now, I'm on this here tacos. podcast. I'm pregnant with taco I'm babies. Definitely. Yeah. With taco it's a taco. Babies. Like, have you seen that that meme? It's a congratulations. Oh, it's a pizza. pizza. Yes. Oh, I've seen it with the burrito. Oh no, Corey and I. It's like the older looking one. It burrito makes sense because I always say that after I eat a burrito. Oh, I have a burrito baby. Yeah. Oh boy. Burrito baby. That sums that up. I feel like we always have way more exciting things to talk about when the record button has oh, a totally. friend. Well, oh, so we want to talk about cultural appropriation again? No. <laughs> no. Oh, okay. I mean, not the best. So, Joni, what are you talking about on Saturday? I'm talking about, so you want to write a cookbook? How many slides are you going to put in your presentation, Like, Joni? 63. <laughs> You've added? No. You're supposed to be subtracting. I know. I'm only going to have, like, 40. Okay, good. Only 40. Only 40. 40 slides. But I think and this will be good because you're the only one teaching that class. Yeah. And yeah. last time it was a panel. Yeah. But last two times it was a panel. So this time it's just me and Miss Amanda. So that'll be fun. Very oh, good. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. She's yeah. Gonna Look at all these kids Q&A. playing in the street. They're so cute. I love this neighborhood that we're in. I feel it's like it's, it's legit. So cute. So yeah, Aww. I like that there's like a thousand neighborhood cats, though. This kid with his hat on a stick. They're so <laughs> cute. Oh, I was like, what are you doing? There's a cat. There's another cat. Oh my god, there was two cats there. There's a lot of cats. We're like in the wilderness. Uh, <laughs> it's like we're camping, but we're like not well, cats that's instead of That's totally like, Is this where we're staying? Yes. yes. And that's uh, the tiny trailer. This one here. Welcome. Yes. Is that a cupcake? Yeah, and it lights yes. up. It's a light up cupcake. And there's Taquito. Taquito. Oh. Oh. Hi, Taquito. No, it's a she. Oh. Hi, she's so chill. She doesn't give a... Cat, oh, I pulled all the way up this that? time. I don't care. Every time right. I come to the apartment, I park different. I don't even care how you park. I keep calling it an apartment, too, and it it's clearly a trailer. Vegan Road Vita Vegan Con number three happened last weekend, uh, the last weekend of May in Austin, Texas. It was the third and final Vita Vegan Con. And just a quick quick recap of my experience in Austin is, number one, Austin is awesome. I had a really good time. I enjoyed myself there quite a bit. Um, Great food, great community, great town. Um, Not so sure about all of the politics of Texas, but Austin seemed pretty radical. Um, The conference itself. This was the third one I've attended, um, and I did do a presentation on uh, cookbooks. this one felt different to me and it felt really all three of them felt really different the very first one was almost an experiment in uh, social behavior and whether or not you could get a bunch of vegan introverts that generally sit behind a computer to come out and talk to each other um, in public in real life and it worked so beautifully and we made lifelong friends at that very first Vita and couldn't wait for the second one so that we could all get back again together. And that second one, we hugged, we cried, we talked about a lot of emotional issues, the uh, plant-based versus ethical vegan um, had really just gotten stronghold at that point. So there was a big divide in the vegan community and we were working really hard to get that bond back Uh, there was a lot of emotion at the second VVC and it just felt very very uh, 
community building, also finding out a lot about each other, um, taking the intersectionality of veganism and other social justice issues, as well as um, how to make sure we're good to each other as well. And then there's this third Vita Vegan Con, the one that just happened just now. Not only was it in Austin instead of Portland like the other two, but we all knew going into it that this was going to be the last one. And I don't know if that had an effect on it or not, but I just felt like this was so elevated. I felt like the class, every single class I went to was just so inspirational and so educational. I took tons of notes and I, I wish I could have gone to every single class, but I couldn't because three go on at the same time. So I missed the other two when I choose one and oh, they were just so incredible though. They were, every single class was super inspiring. Um, my biggest takeaway, and I've been asking all my friends and people that went to the uh, conference, you know, what was your biggest takeaway from the conference this year? I feel like this one was, was much more, um, let's take it to the next level kind of stuff. Whereas like the other two were like, here's how to make your blog better. Here's how to build your brand. Here's how to do these things. And while there was a lot of that at this one as well, I feel like it was like not only how to do things in your personal social media circle, but how to take it to the next level, take it off the computer screen and into real life. And, um, I think, like I said, I always have one big takeaway and I think Miyoko put it perfectly. She said, it's not only great for us to be trying to build business and build vegan community in this, uh, in this new vegan economy, which is one of the panels that she spoke on, but she straight up told us it's our obligation as vegans who have a talent or have the ability to start vegan businesses, to open vegan businesses, to bring vegan products to the world and to bring the vegan message to the world. So my biggest takeaway was from Miyoko, it is my obligation as a vegan to spread the message. And that's what I intend to do. Hopefully you'll be hearing a lot more of me, whether it be on this uh, podcast, whether it be in my books, on my blog, or, you know, just in my general everyday social media. It is very important to me that I work very hard to bring that vegan message out to the world. And I hope you all will join me in doing the same. Brussels sprouts shredded, creamy chow cheese, dandelion greens, eggplant, fava beans, garlic, hearts of palm, Italian herb blend, jackfruit, kale, lentils, <laughs> margarine, non-dairy milk, olive oil, parsley, quinoa pasta, red pepper flakes, sriracha, Tomatoes! Only plum vinegar. <laughs> Vodka! <laughs> Worcester sauce! In parentheses, vegan. Xylitol to sweeten the sauce. Yellow peppers. Zucchini. That's it. That's, yeah! that's our whole casserole. It's gonna be amazing. So good. So good. Vegan Road Rant! You guys, thank you so much for 
hanging out with me as I drive around town ranting and raving. I've really enjoyed making these episodes as silly as they are. So thank you so much for listening and sharing and hopefully I'll get you in the passenger seat one of these days. Thank you. You've been listening to Vegan Road Rants with Joni Marie Newman. To find out more about me and veganism, head on over to my website, justthefood.com. Click on the podcast tab to find show notes and links to all the stories we talked about in today's episode. You can follow me on Twitter at Joni Marie Newman. Like me on Facebook, facebook.com slash Joni Cooks Vegan. Extra special thanks to Mr. Michael Semino for providing the amazing theme song and sound bites for this podcast, as well as to Scott McClymans for providing the amazing artwork. Remember, it is never okay to murder or torture another living being just for a tasty supper.